1: This is Make it M.I.P. with
0: Massimella Mark Thompson. Make it Get woke,
1: folks. The very popular blog and Substack. fearless media commentary, definitely, uh, fearless. As I've said before, I, I don't think either one of us. And because of also because of my association with him and my agreement with him, and I don't think either one of us will ever get jobs in mainstream media. Uh, <laughs> but but things may change, who knows, because everything he's saying is right. You can't help but agree the scrutiny and the criticism that he's providing uh, to us all through Press Media. Eric bollett joins us once again on Make It Plain, a regular. We're happy to have him. Hey, buddy, how are you today, man?
2: Good, good. Thanks for having me.
1: It's a pleasure to have you. Let me let me start this way. Did you coin the term for Arizona frauded?
2: Is that yours? No, no, no. Okay, all right, all right. That's a good one, though, right? <laughs> it is great. No, I, I think in my piece, I I think I linked to the original, whoever came you three, up with okay, it. Okay, all right, all right.
1: But but now you got a hot piece currently, and I'm glad I'm glad you've written it because again, uh, it's showing the the double standard, the sexism that exists in politics and media coverage. the the media, the mainstream, even CNN, everyone else has gone berserk over Kamala Harris's um, visit outside the country.
2: Yeah. Well, this was her first big event, right? So the coverage for a few months had been, well, she's just kind of in Joe Biden's shadow. What is she doing? What's her job? We don't really know. Kind of very, what I had picked up is kind of very condescending coverage. Uh, No vice president has ever come in in three or four months. And served as president which is i think what some people thought kamala harris was going to do or something so uh i think the knives were kind of already out and so this was her first foreign trip down to guatemala and mexico uh and and so the press really pounced and yeah so the piece i did was called the gotcha press comes for kamala harris um and a, and a lot of it was set off by this 30 second back and forth with lester holt who an nbc nbc interview this week who repeatedly demanded to know why you know, she hadn't been to the border yet. And this is just as a straight GOP talking point. They've, they've been hammering this on Fox News for months. Um, you know, the background is she was, um, she was uh, tasked by Joe Biden to oversee the administration's effort to stem the flow of immigration from Central America and Mexico, try to uh, boost those countries' economies, Uh, So people wouldn't want to leave. Explain to them this is not a good time to come to the United States, et cetera, et cetera. And immediately the the GOP and Fox News and then the mainstream press decided she was the border czar. Well, if you're the border czar, then your job is to stop people from coming to the border. So that's that's kind of the nuanced background. They gave her a title she was never given. And therefore, why haven't you been to the border? Why haven't you been to the border? Why haven't you done photo ops? So that was the background for the Lester Holt kept pressing her and pressing her. And people didn't like her response. And, and, you know, I tweeted, you know, the irony. One of the criticisms was she smiled too much during her answer. And I said, you know, somebody tell Hillary Clinton because she got crucified for, you know, eight years during campaigns because she didn't smile enough. So in terms of the sexism, I think you're right. You you know, you can't win for losing. You you know, if you don't smile, they hit you. If you do smile during an answer or, or you laugh, you know, it's flippant and she's not taking this seriously. But, anyways, that was one question, a 30 second uh, question. And CNN and others just uh, announced that it overshadowed her entire trip. And CNN, in particular, really went after her and said, you know, the trip had produced poor reviews. Well, it was CNN that had produced the poor reviews. And it was CNN that announced, you know, her Lester Holt question had overshadowed the trip and diplomatically, the trip itself was very productive. The president of Mexico said extraordinarily kind things about Kamala Harris and said he, he was deeply impressed. And, and and just real quick, you know, and, and there's no context. I mean, this is just classic gaffe coverage, right? This is classic, you know, you tripped up for 30 seconds, we're going to, you know, lay the, lay the hammer down. And, and where's the context for what happened during the previous four years I mean, as I pointed out in my piece, the last, the last time Trump's vice president was in the news, it was because he was in danger of being murdered in the halls of Congress by an insurrectionist mob, and now Biden's vice president got three days of bad coverage because she may have misanswered a question. I, I mean, those two things are not similar in any way. So I, I thought the press was you know very unfair, and I noted in my piece, it seemed to be a larger the Lester Holt and the and the trip seem to be a piece of a, a a larger picture of trying to trip her up recently with this kind of ridiculous gotcha gotcha coverage. Uh, real quick over the Memorial Day weekend, right? She got she got beat up because her her Memorial Day tweet wasn't you know it wasn't uh, worded correctly, and and that was somehow a news story. No, you're right, I, I, and it's probably
1: a preview of
2: what's to come yes. in her
1: yes. political career because we all know that eventually vice presidents seek the presidency as she had already done. We've talked before about how um, they can't really stick anything to Biden. Right. Exactly. Um, You know, there's, there's no scandal that can be manufactured. Even some of these latest text messages from Hunter Biden is on Hunter Biden. You know, it is just, it it, things are not transferring uh, to Joe Biden. And we've talked about this ad nauseum. It seems that the mainstream media has a need to create drama, as you've also said, oh, yeah. um, to, to drive interest. So they've got to make up things that yes. really aren't there and sensationalize things. And whether they realize it or not, they have to realize it by now though. We're, we're not children anymore. We're, we're living in a new era uh, that is sexist. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 what other? Vi- I'm trying to remember what other vice president has ever gone on a foreign trip and faced that level of scrutiny? Right, right. I can't remember one. Can you?
2: No, I, I, I can't. And, and you're right. This, this, this desperate need for drama. Uh, just a real quick side note. Yesterday, the Washington Post put up a piece uh, saying Democrats were getting uh, frustrated with Trump's or with Biden's quote relentless pursuit of an infrastructure deal. And I'm, I'm just like. Yeah, he's trying to pass an infrastructure deal. You know, now he's getting dinged because he's relentless in his focus, you know, and if he wasn't focused, they would, you know, they would hit him for not being focused. But look, they were spoiled for, for the Trump years, right? There, there was tumult and controversy, not only every day, every hour. There was constant White House backstabbing, gossip, uh, all kinds of intrigue, people turning on each other, zero. There hasn't been one sentence of that in four months. And there probably isn't going to be for four years. And, and so as you point out, the press is really scrambling to try to figure out, um, you know, how to create news. Uh, and the easiest way to do that is just parrot whatever Republicans are saying. And and your point about Kamala Harris is absolutely right. You know, uh, as, as the press and Republicans and uh, Biden's primary opponents have discovered last year, this doesn't stick. The stuff that they tried against Hillary doesn't stick against him The try the, the stuff they tried against Obama doesn't stick about against him. And that's the privilege of being a middle aged or you're even an elderly white man running, you know, being in politics in America. This stuff doesn't stick. And so they look around and they say, oh, I bet you it'll stick." <laughs> you know, I know who it'll yeah. stick to. Yeah, right.
1: right. We know <laughs> and, we make it stick
2: to. She's a woman. She's a yeah. woman of color. Ha- yeah. I mean, common
1: checks, what, about seven, eight boxes? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Black Asian Caribbean. I mean, they can just do we can get them all in one big shot. You know, right. And, uh, and
2: you know, and, and frankly, doesn't have the uh, experience as, uh, on the national stage. So it's going to be a little trickier uh, for her. Has a new staff first foreign foreign trip. But, yeah. So I, I, I think they were kind of laying in wait for her. And again, the idea that that one question that was, you know, from Lester Holt, that's basically just a Republican talking point.
0: Uh, right, and, and that's right. the
2: other thing, you know, the uh, you know, the CNN coverage and the o- other coverage of her trip you know, it was just this immediate embrace of, you know, Republican hecklers. And the coverage was just filled with quotes from Republicans saying how they didn't like the trip. Therefore, the trip wasn't a a success. Since when does the opposition party get to determine whether foreign policy trips are are, are successes or victories? Kamala Harris had at least a 30-minute press conference during the trip, spoke uh, you know extemporaneously in great detail about the topics and issues that are that are driving the immigration immigration and you know in Central America and things like all of that was just completely ignored. All of that was just completely ignored. And the idea was, oh, everything else was overshadowed. And look, I mean, again, they're singing off the Republican chorus.
1: And unfortunately, no interest in a story about a woman of color being the first vice president in history going on her first foreign trip and being a well-informed. Right. Uh, yep. And well-spoken yeah. and intelligent. I right. mean, they're, they're, there's not just not, they just cannot do a story that changes the way they normally stereotype people and particularly women. This is a very intelligent yes. woman who has her information, who has a grasp right. of the issue. Can't do that. It's just, just, right. just will not, will not let it happen. More MIP after this message. You and I have talked about this before too. Well, I mean, speaking of Joe Biden, I mean, you're right. playing old he's Wonder Bread. Nobody yeah. dislikes Wonder Bread. It's just exactly. Wonder Bread, and exactly. and it is what it is. But it may be a sort of a a blessing in disguise for the Harris team because now uh, they don't have to wait to wonder what's <laughs> going to happen. If she plans in yeah, the yeah, future. Right. They can. They can. Right. They can say, okay, they've shown their cards. This is what they're going to do. And remember, it, it, see, here's the thing that's interesting, Eric. The mainstream media practically helped create her nomination. Because remember, they said they went to Chris Dodd, again, looking for drama. I think it started with Politico. And we've talked about how Politico likes yeah. to do this. They're really good at, at manufacturing crap.
2: Yeah.
1: Chris Dodd said that if she can't be the pick because she's too ambitious.
2: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Remember, and, yeah. and it backfired because thousands of women then mobilized because of the inherent sexism in that statement. Right. You, right. You're going to not pick a woman and punish her because she's too ambitious. All right. And so she becomes the vice president. There was a lot of reason to believe that Susan Rice was on her way to be the vice president.
2: All oh, right. Um, yeah.
1: yeah at, which probably would have been a mistake. But, but be that as it may, it ends up being Kamala and the mainstream media is so unaware, self-unaware, it doesn't realize that in the past, these things have actually helped to elevate her. Maybe this will, I don't know, but but it just seems to me an over-scrutinization, looking for something. There was even a thing that, right, it was a tweet about Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who does not wish people a happy memorial? Everybody wishes everybody a happy memorial. Day. Right,
2: right, enjoy the yeah. long weekend, yeah. Right, enjoy the long weekend. <laughs> And that was driven entirely by Nikki Haley and Fox News. They jumped on it automatically. And and then, you know, you saw, you know, prominent journalists on Twitter saying, oh, this was a miscue. Oh, this was a misstep. Oh, her team really let her down with this tweet. Just completely manufactured stuff. And in terms of over scrutinizing, you know, another thing I mentioned in my piece was not only is she overseeing the effort in terms of stemming the flow of immigration diplomatically dealing with Central America. She's also been asked to oversee, you know, the Democratic or, or be a liaison with the democratic response to all these voter suppression laws, and and so instead of traditionally looking at that, the press looking at that and saying, "Wow, you know, Biden really sees her as a partner. She's taking on these very weighty topics." There's constant coverage of, you know, oh, she's being set up to fail. Oh, Biden's trying to undermine her. Oh, you know, pre, you know, preemptively dinging her for possible failures. Oh, she can never fix both these problems. So. So it's it's crazy. I mean, it just completely defies logic, you know. Uh, and, and and always looking for you know the downside, always looking for the negative, and penalizing her for being a very substantive vice president.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you, you you're right. And then there was another thing about her shaking somebody's hand, and then she she wiped her hand off allegedly. Oh, I didn't um, see that. Yeah, yeah, that was another thing. But see, what here's the thing about Memorial Day? To be frank with you. And I'm yeah. sure you agree with me the mainstream media's coverage of Memorial Day is always wrong anyway especially on Fox but even the other so-called non-Fox stations CNN Eric Memorial Day we have two holidays for the military right Memorial Day and Veterans Day technically not technically actually Memorial Day is for those who have fallen right Veterans Day is for those who have served and I guess are serving. Right. And they always get that wrong. Memorial Day becomes about something else. And it oh, almost yeah, yeah. becomes more yeah. about politically soldiers who are in service right now, right? more right, so right. Than, than honoring those who gave their lives. Because if it was really about that, people would talk more about the Civil War and what those soldiers really died for, what they were oh, awarded. Yeah, right. So, so. Even in criticizing her on Memorial Day, I I found that embedded in their criticism was still a lack of acknowledgement of what the person Memorial Day and its origins because it was founded by free people, former enslaved people in South Carolina because the the graves of Union soldiers had been desecrated up to that point, just thrown in some mass grave. Uh That's where it started. And you know, there was an individual in, in the military who had his mic cut Oh, yeah. Uh, so, because he started talking about that. Uh, so b- 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 why didn't that blow up <laughs> on CNN? Yeah. Why yeah, is yeah. why is what she said? Have a great weekend. Right. God forbid she would. have Can you imagine Kamala Harris to say what I'm just saying to you? You know, yeah, Royal right. day was started by former enslaved people. Oh, they would have called for an impeachment hearing. <laughs> but, but all she said was have a good weekend. That's the only thing a black woman can say who's vice president this dude starts giving the history and he wasn't even black white right, dude right
2: there's a white retired uh, <laughs> in, officer, in,
1: yeah. in uniform
2: right right, pulled right. Him but that, yeah, that should have been that should have been the story right the organizer said you know he wasn't you know he, he he wasn't supposed to be talking about race during this uh memorial day comment you know remarks and things like that and and yeah and and the, and the memorial day thing was such a joke i mean because Kamala Harris, officially in her capacity, had other pronouncements and, and, and statements to say about those who had given their lives. I mean, it's almost a parody, the idea that a public uh, a servant tweeting have a, have a enjoyed a long weekend. And of course, the context of that was the Biden administration, it just has successfully, you know, loosened the grip of this deadly pandemic, you know, something Trump couldn't and refused to do. You know, the idea was, well, maybe we could get together Fourth of July because vaccinations are going so well. Well, it turns out people got together over Memorial Day. So that was the background. That was the context for her. Enjoy the long weekend. And just real quick, the point I was saying before about, you know, the press dinging her for overseeing these big initiatives and she, she can't possibly fail. Well, what about her role, in, you know, in this extraordinary, successful vaccination rollout? Uh, she's been a key player in that. She's made all kinds of public statements, public appearances, and that just gets gets complete that her role in that wildly successful initiative just gets completely ignored or buried. And again, you know the the press likes to focus on, oh, you know, she's gonna fail with the border and oh, she's gonna fail with the you know, the voter suppression stuff. So yeah, everything you've you, you've mentioned, you know they, they've got her the the press has the sites for her because, you know, she'll probably she'll most likely run for president again. And they think the attacks on her will stick better than they do with Biden. Yeah.
1: More M.I.P. after this message. So press run Media as a blog is doing better and obviously lasting longer than Trump's blog. Tell <laughs> tell us, give give the audience advice. How are you so much more successful <laughs> than even a former president?
2: Be a better writer. Uh, you know. <laughs> You know it's interesting. You know he's just he. You know he's. It, it's so strange. I mean he has complete dominance over the Republican Party. I mean all the leaders uh, uh, operate in fear of him. They're filibustering everything. They wouldn't agree to this commission, this January sixth commission that a month ago the Republican Party was totally fine with. Trump makes two calls and suddenly, so he, his power is only increased in the Republican Party. At the same time he's just completely. Fading away as a as a public person, he has no online presence. Kicked off YouTube, kicked off you know uh, Facebook, kicked off uh, Twitter. Facebook has banned him till at least twenty twenty three. And people have low expectations of Facebook. Oh, they're, you know they're going to let him back on just when he wants to re you know run for re-election again. But they're not going to let him back on if he spends the next two years talking about a stolen election. I mean that's why they kicked him off. He's not going to change his behavior. It's going to be impossible. I think. For, for Facebook to allow him back on. But my point is he has no online presence. Yes, he can probably win the Republican nomination. How do you run a general election campaign if you have no online presence? And, and so his response was, oh, I'm, I'm gonna launch my own thing and I'm gonna write a blog. Well, as, as you noted, you know he took it down a week ago because people were laughing at how bad the traffic was. When he got kicked off Twitter, he had 88 million followers. His blog, according to the Washington Post, was getting traffic, you know, somewhere in the 200,000 range. And it was an awful it was an awful site. that you couldn't keep you know, there was no interaction. It was like straight out of 2009. And so apparently the reason he, he, he stopped, he had the blog taken down was because people are laughing at how few people were reading it. And Trump, you know, defined success by ratings and things like that. So it's really this incredible dichotomy. I mean, he dominates, he rules the Republican Party. And, he, and he's invisible. You know, he's in hibernation down in Mar-a-Lago. Mar- he made an appearance in North Carolina over the weekend. You know, it was not covered by the mainstream news on live TV, certainly. Even just Twitter. I don't think he can ever be reelected without Twitter. And you throw in all the others. I, I just don't understand how he's going to have a political future. Maybe I'm being naive. But his rise was based was built on his ability to go viral and he had none of that and he's never gonna be back on these platforms I don't think and he's too lazy to build his own platform. People were talking about last winter, oh you know he's gonna he's gonna create his own Facebook he's, I mean he is so lazy that is such a he, herculean task he doesn't have any he doesn't have any interest or effort in building it. He hasn't built anything his entire life. He was given this real estate job that he drove into bankruptcy, the idea that he was become going to become a new tech mogul, I always thought was a joke. And so here he is, you know, he's playing golf, he's puttering around and it's great to see. And I and I don't miss him at all.
1: Well, I remember at one time, the conversation was he was going to have his own network. In fact, sure. they said that, that was what he would have done had he lost to Hillary Clinton. Right, um, right. But uh, and he probably could have at that time with the momentum he had Right and the lack of knowledge. See, here's the other thing. Not only is he lazy, people, even his supporters, even those who say they support him, also know he doesn't pay. Yeah. No, So (laughs) it ain't just lazy, Eric. He can't go to the same folk, even some of them folk on TV saying, oh, I love him. When he calls them and said, hey, give me some money to start this blog. Oh, oh, wait a minute, let me call you back. (laughs) He said, no, "No, we'll we'll give you the mouth service. But we're not going any more pockets for you, dude, because you don't yeah. reciprocate. You don't pay. And see if see his is was interesting. If, if, if he had not won, there were people that would have put money up for that network, oh, not right. realizing what they were right. getting themselves right. into. Can't do any of that. Now, can't build his own platform because right. he does not pay. Nobody is going to take a job a with him, because yeah. even even if you get some change working for him. He's going to do something controversial that's going to make you lose your job, and then right. can you go work anywhere else? I, I'm saying, do we have a list of people who work for him who are oh now gainfully employed in other places and making oh, yeah. it? Yeah, is Sean Spicer doing well?
2: Yeah, right. Is, is, and this goes all it, and this goes all the way back to those uh, you know Atlantic City cabinet makers who built his casinos, <laughs> and who who got paid thirty cents on the dollar if they got paid at all.
1: Is, is Sean Spicer doing well? Uh, what's yeah, right. the other one? Huck, Huckabee, Huck, what's right. her name? Sarah Huckabee, where, where yeah. is she, what is she yeah. doing now? Trying to figure it out, right? you yeah, no, it,
2: it, it, it hasn't been great for anyone's resume. Look, he can always raise a ton of money, you know. With, you know, he's a he's a world class gift grifter. But as you say, when he turns around and has all this money and says, "Okay, guys, build me a platform, build me," and and, and you're right, they're going to say, "Ah, uh, <laughs> we know how we know how this story goes."
1: And, and obviously, no good, nobody in Silicon
2: Valley would work with him and things like that.
1: Even no good Steve Bannon, yeah, that's right. his boy. But
2: right. Steve's
1: building his own thing. Right. He ain't waiting for him, right? You know, because because everybody knows, you know, he's 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 like the 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 ideological symbol puppet. I mean, he is Ronald Reagan, right? A buffoon that they use to promote their agenda. You know, however they can get it promoted, but when we get serious. Hey, let's give them some money. Let's make an investment. Let's invest in one of these businesses. He said, no, nah, we'll, we'll pass on that. We just need to right. get judges. We just need to get people on the bench. And they did that. So right. uh, and as we talked about before, they've done they did that so well. They may not need the White House and and Congress for a few years because they've mm-hmm. got the bench locked, right. locked up, un- unfortunately. Folks, check out pressrun.media, a lot of great pieces, and and they they really make you think differently. There is nothing, and this is what Eric has done for us over the years. Um, folks, there is nothing more liberating than being able to um, watch television news and all news coverage, take it in with a discerning third eye. There is nothing more powerful than that. So, you're not just being, um, manipulated. You can look at things and read between the lines. That is, that is one of the most important gifts any human being could have. And Eric, um, helps us, you know, stretch those muscles and get that mental exercise. So it's, it's really, you know, brain calisthenics y'all. Uh, and it's not hard. You don't have to, you know, it's not like, you know, doing the the Peloton y'all do and then fall out. Uh, You could do, you could do this while you're on the Peloton and you just, you might even forget you're on the Peloton because your brain is working at the same time too. And I'm not just saying that because he's a friend, I'm not just blowing him up, blowing smoke for real. I mean, they they just don't take my word for it. Just try it. And you will be like, wow, I know more. I'm smarter than I (laughs) was before
2: I read Eric Bowler.
1: Trust me on that. Trust, Or
2: you can now, now listen to it as well.
1: That's right, because he records it and you can listen to it. So that's even easier while you're moving around and running. So that's great. And we're always uh, very, very fortunate uh, to have him here. And as you can see, he just he gets me going. It's like, you know, pouring uh, gasoline on fire. When we up. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Eric Bowler, folks, press run that media, please, please, please uh, subscribe. And, and a lot of major media people are doing that as well because they know what he has to offer and what he has to say Eric, thank you as always, buddy
2: All right, appreciate it, have a great week You too, you too
1: Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain Please remember to listen, like and wherever you get your podcasts please give the show a 5 star rating and please do spread the word Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic If all hearts and minds are clear It has been made plain.